It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We're back. It is almost here, Karen. It, it's been a long eight months. I know. It's awful. Terrible. Uh, I think when we reach a point where we, like, are old enough and, like, married and having kids, I'm just not going to tell you if I'm having a kid. So, like, I'm just going to – you're not going to hear from me about it at all. And then just our first episode, I'm just going to be sitting here with a baby. Yeah, that doesn't actually surprise me too much. That's, that's you know, college football is more important anyway, so, you know. Yes, I also think that's something I would do. Yes. Just not tell anyone I have a kid and then just show up somewhere with a kid. Like, if it's appropriate for the kid to be there. Right. Like, if I have a kid and my friend's having a bachelor party, no, I'm not going to bring the baby to a bachelor party. That's they, they have to at least be four before they can go to those kinds of activities. But, you know, I think it'd be funny. We're off to a fire start here, Kevin. Look, we both had weird weeks at work, so. Yeah. And it's only fucking Wednesday. Um, I know. But we're back. We're going to be making some week zero picks. We're going to. We also have a new name for the rattlesnake pick, by the way. What's it called? Houston. We'll get there. But since Houston is going to the Big 12, Next year, this is the last year of the Rattlesnake pick, so we got to think of a new name for it, but we'll get into what I think the new name will be for this year only. Then next year, we will have a new name. But we're also going to run through a constant heart attack victim, Urban Meyer, back at Fox. Quinn Ewers being named starter, eventually. Scott Frost at Nebraska. And a whole lot of other shit, so stay tuned. It'll be fun. One, two, three. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandals, so they hired someone who killed Steve. Yeah, the LSU way. Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but, but you know, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament. It, none of it matters. Texas A&M's going to go 8-4 this year, and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? And we're back. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Cannon and I are both in the midst of the work weeks from hell. 
Uh, but we're going to power through because we love you guys. We want to bring you guys the best content. But if the energy's not... No, who am I kidding? The energy's going to fucking be there. It's week zero, Kiernan. Are you excited? Let's go! Finally, we're back. I have missed college football so much. It's ridiculous. And what a game to kick off with, right? Oh, we'll get to that. But first, you know who else missed college football, Kiernan? Who? Urban Meyer. He missed it so much in his one season in the NFL, and he's already so sick of his family. He's back at Fox for big noon kickoff. Kiernan, how, what do you think about this move? Um... From Urban Meyer's point of view, I think this is a good move because he gets back into college football. He gets back into what he's better at. Uh, clearly, it's not NFL coaching. He might be a good college coach, but, you know, we don't know if he's going to come back or not. Definitely a good move for him. Um, it is awkward, to say the least, for Fox because that was the... Uh, I think I think I, I read this somewhere. It was such a sheepish way of of announcing that he's back. Like there was no fanfare. There was no, you know, oh Urban Meyer is back at it as uh you know, big noon kickoffs analyst or whatever it was. Right? There was no media attention. It was just quietly done under the radar and just sort of announced in a statement, and that's it. So, uh, huge L for Fox. A mild W for Urban Meyer, definitely better than, it's definitely going to be better than his deplorable season last year, but that's uh, that's my two cents in the matter. I, I didn't even realize that, but you're right. I didn't see like any of the CFB on Fox social pages post about it, this. I just saw was, a headline from another company. Yeah, it was a tiny statement about who was coming, or uh, who was like a, a being the analysts right like it was um and, and his name was like stuck on the end of it and each name it's it's hilarious if you read the statement each name is in bold right and even urban meyer's name is in bold and i was half expecting that name to not be in bold and be like whoops typo i think they wanted to do that but then they're like wait if we make one name not in bold that name will then stick out Right, right. That's absolutely what they were thinking, but it was it was kind of pathetic. I'm kind of excited. I need a segment on the Big Noon Kickoff to be Herb Steakhouses, where he just <laughs> picks like the best steakhouse in each town there, in each like college town they're in. Oh, that's actually perfect. That'd be great. I I don't think he'd do it, but I think that would be a very funny wink at part of the reason he was fired. Yes, it would be. I don't think it would ever get approved, but it would be really, really funny. <laughs> no, but it would be awesome. No, just have him do it through his Twitter account and just say, by the way, guys, best steakhouse to eat is, unfortunately, Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Could you imagine? We have BYU this week in the best steakhouse here. What is it? It is Chili's. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, oh, and a lot of coaches get new contracts. Nick Saban's is because he's good at his job, though. Uh, Nick yeah. Saban is now going to be at Alabama until 2030. Average $11.2 million per year. Seven. Uh, okay. Was it because I, I read something? It has to be higher. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, that's Kirby's deal. You're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah. it's 11.7 uh, per year. Uh, 
honestly underpaid. Yep, agreed. I, I was really hoping you would hate this move so we'd have something to talk about, but or well, like have some controversy. Well, no, because here's the thing. Right? Well, okay. So the thing I find hilarious about this is, um, and I, I really should look it up first before I, I start paraphrasing quotes and things like that. But um, it was, he has to be paid higher than the average of the next three highest paid coaches i think i said that right yeah or more than the top five average whichever whichever average is higher he has to be paid more was it like i don't know five percent ten percent more or something like that but i just find that deal absolutely hilarious i mean frankly excuse me he deserves every cent of it and there's no reason why you wouldn't pay him that much but i also love the disparity in payment between him at 11 and 11.7 million dollars and the ad whose salary is reported to be 1.7 million dollars that is a 10 million dollar difference between an ad and a college football coach i I would also like to say greg byrne is criminally underpaid but yes i agree it's funny it is it is i i think they just do that for the goof yeah, I also don't think I think honestly it reaches a point where like like obviously ten million's a lot for anyone, but yeah. You're living in Alabama, like you're two million dollars. You can basically do whatever you want in that state for yeah. two million dollars. Yeah. So and, and you know, having it be a public university, so technically these are public funds or I'm not gonna say taxpayer funds because like you raise money through different sources or whatever but it's you know i just find it amusing that it's it's like that it's not so much controversial because i mean he deserves every cent that he's getting kevin oh yeah i mean and also people are really mad about this and it's hilarious what are Uh, they mad about who do they have to be mad about i'm trying to find the idiot because i i tweeted a lot today dan (laughs) canova at dan canova uh who's the NIL deal, which is probably some bullshit thing, used to work for Fox News, uh, tweeted, the same guy who has a problem with college athletes profiting off their NIL is raking in $10.7 million this upcoming year. Must be nice. Dude's getting roasted. 29 quote tweets, uh, an absurd amount of retweet or absurd amount of replies because it's just wrong. 124 replies telling this man he's wrong. <laughs> because Nick Saban doesn't have an issue with NIL. He has an issue with just paying players to come to your school. That's a, there's a big difference, right? I personally think alcohol should be legal. I don't think it should be used in a way where you then get behind the wheel. That's not me saying I hate alcohol. No one should drink alcohol, but it's so stupid. They're twisting what he says just to fit their narrative that, Oh, Nick Saban's an asshole. You don't have, in fairness, Kevin, you don't have the most successful program in college football by not being a tiny bit of an asshole. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I personally think <laughs> Nick Saban's a really good person, actually. No, no, no. I'm not saying that generally oh, he has to no. be. I'm saying you do have to be a dick sometimes yeah. to get what you want. Oh, and so, he is. Have you yeah. listened or like watched any clips from Brad? He's a dick. Right. But I also think he's a good person. Right. But it's it's like within the context of college football, he might be a dick, but he's really good at what he does. But outside of that, he's probably a genuinely nice guy. 
yeah, okay, fair. Nope, that that makes sense. I agree with that a hundred percent. Look at me defending Alabama. Wow, never thought of this would happen. Wow, wow. wow. <laughs> uh, we have two coaches who are getting new contracts, doing various things. We also have might have two coaches who could be on their way out. Well, one who could be on their way out. We're going to talk about this more later, but with Northwestern playing Nebraska in Dublin on Saturday, is this the last dance for Scott Frost? I would say probably because unless unless he can turn it around and have at least I don't know what do you want what do you want to say seven wins this season like he was garbage last year he went what two and something I don't even know he didn't win a game did he three and nine one and eight in the Big Ten yeah I mean you have to win I feel like you have to win at least seven he has to win at least seven games this year in order to be safe. Other than that, I think it's it's pretty much he's he's out. I don't know if seven games does it. Yeah, do you think it's more? Seven games would have would be his best record at Nebraska. Right. By two games. Right. And he started at twenty four in the AP preseason poll in twenty nineteen, went five and seven. That was the second year, four and eight the year before. So I don't know where the fuck that 24 came from. Then three and five in 2020, three and nine last year. I think he needs to be pushing for a Big Ten championship. I'm not saying really? he has to That's... make the Big Ten championship. I think at the end of the season, he needs to be either at one in his division or three. He needs to be one, two, or three to save his job. I think otherwise, you can find a coach who's about as good way cheaper. How much is he getting paid? I don't even know. Uh, too much. If it's more than McChicken, <laughs> he's making too much money. Too much. Doesn't matter what he's making. It's too much. Ugh. Honestly, even if it was a McChicken, I think that'd be too much. Like maybe a <laughs> coupon for a McChicken would be an appropriate. A coupon, a coupon for twenty percent off a McChicken. Five million dollars a year. He's making more Seven than the years, AD of Bama. What? $35 million. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Byrne should ask for that Scott Frost money. Oh, are you going to take over Scott Frost's job after he's fired? Yeah, that's the next point. Nebraska, yeah. I go. will take this job for 100000 a year. That's a fucking bargain, Kevin. Right? I honestly think for $100,000 a year, I could get you three wins. <laughs> Confident three wins. Hey, look, that's the bar. Uh, yeah, I mean, for it's a steal four, on their point. For $4,900 less, you're getting the same product on the <laughs> What a fucking statement. Like, I honestly uh. don't know how Nebraska could be worse. Them not have a head coach at all? No, I think if we let the players call the plays and just try to recruit their friends from their high schools, then they would probably have at least four wins. Yikes. Yeah, no, I have absolutely no expectations for Scott Frost. Other than him being in the unemployment line at the end of the year. With a coupon for a McChicken. Yes, for that's his buyout. Yeah. His buyout's probably like $10 million. 
Yeah. And here's the funny thing. I actually have no sympathy for Scott Frost. It's not like, you know, I hate him with a burning passion of a thousand suns, but like, I just, I don't care if he succeeds or not. You know, like I, I, I have no concern. I want, I'd much rather to see Northwestern win this first game of the season. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's rare to find a gift that you know everyone on your list will love. That's what you get with an incredibly soft blanket from Minky Couture. With hundreds of different styles and sizes of Minky Couture blankets, you'll find a gift that they are sure to love every single day of the year. Shop the best deals of the season at MinkyCouture.com. That's just out of kind of a bit of bias because a kid from our high school went there, Joe Gaz. Fair. Playing. So... It's a little bit of bias, uh, but at the same time, I think uh, purple looks better than red. So, Yeah, I mean, also, like, I think it's good for college football when Nebraska's good. I think it's fun. I think it's kind of cool. That is true. It's, it's, yeah. something, it, it's something similar as with Iowa, but I think with Nebraska, it means a little bit more. I don't, I can't describe why, but I just feel like when Nebraska's good, college football's fun. Is it like you know, good old boys football type fun? Like, is that the, you're trying to relive the past type? Ad- All right, well, can we can we phrase it as something besides good old boys football? Because that makes it sound like I hate Bear Bryant for integrating Alabama football. So can no, we call it God, some, no. the corn-fed boys? I like it when the corn-fed boys are okay, good at college sure. Call it what you That will, sounds better. Just the same. That sounds better. That's the other way. Sounds like I'd be pro, like rioting on Ole Miss's campus no, in nineteen sixty. God no, absolutely so not. That we're we're going with corn fed boys. I want those right, corn fed sure. boys to be good. They're Huskers, Kevin. They're yeah, corn they're, Huskers. Yeah, they're like yeah. I mean, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Nebraska was ten and four back to back years. Won the Holiday Bowl one of those years. Lost it the next. What? How much must it suck to go to the same bowl game in back-to-back years? Uh, pretty shitty, especially if you won the first one and then lost the second one. Yeah, like obviously there are some bowl games, like the Rose Bowl, the Cotton Bowl. If you go to those back-to-back years, that's cool because they're yeah. historic bowl games. Well, going back, going to the Holiday Bowl in back-to-back years, and then the Capital One Bowl in back-to-back years, the next two two years, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'd rather no not place. go to a bowl game. Yeah. I just, I if I was like a senior, I'd just sit out. Fair. Bo Pelini went to the Holiday Bowl three times in six years. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years coaching at Nebraska, Holiday Bowl three times. Ouch. That's got a sting. It's like we're relegating. Not only are we relegating you to an unknown bowl game, we are also making you do it again. <laughs> like, oh, Barney Cotton coached the third one, so it, Bo Pelini did not coach it three times, but he got his team there three times. Yeah, no, I, I mean, would. Yeah. 
I would just wonder what they had against me. Yeah, seriously. Like just what? Some, what is just just some scheduler? Ugh, scheduler? Scheduler has it out for Nebraska. You know when they're doing the picks. Oh, those fucks are back in six and six. You get the holiday bowl and you're gonna stay yeah, there. No, that, that's the insane part. The three years they went to the holiday bowl were going into that game nine and four. 10 and 3, 9 and 3. Wow. Those are good records. Yeah, Why are, are they going to the Holiday Bowl? Kevin, I'm shrugging my shoulders. I don't know. But also, I think my I theory think, is correct. Yeah, fair. I think San Diego is a nice respite from Nebraska in the winter. That is true. That's a good point. But arguably, whomever they were playing, unless it was another Plains team. So someone from, I don't know, I'm blanking on a name, but uh, if they're playing someone in a similar, uh, oh, Minnesota, there you go, perfect example. If they're playing Minnesota there, it wouldn't make much difference. But if they're playing like fucking USC or Fresno State or some, you know, nonsense like that, it would be, I know Fresno State's in the FBS, I think, whatever. Anyway, not important. States, FBS, they're Mount Ross. Yeah. Yeah. The, the point, the fact of the matter is, I would prefer to play in, you know, kind of home field conditions against a team from SoCal. <laughs> That's true. So they played uh, Arizona in the first one that they won 33 to nothing. Yikes. Well, Arizona. We, we went yeah. over this last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, played Washington in the second one, went uh, lost 19 to 7. And then played played Southern California in the third, <laughs> lost so forty five right. to forty two. Right. So the SoCal boys were used to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, that's unfair advantage. Oh, I'm just talking about not having to be in the cold Nebraskan winters. Uh, fair. Yeah, I know. All right, you want to pick some games since we're already talking about Nebraska. We'll get to the rest of the topics later. We might as well. All right. First up, we have the game that Cannon and I both wish we could be at, not just because it's a college football game. We have Northwestern, quote-unquote, at Nebraska, kicking off at 12.30 Eastern Standard Time at Aviva Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, spread is Nebraska minus 12 with an over-under of 50 and a half. Kiernan, who do you have winning this game? Uh, Northwestern, uh by seven and it's going to be uh let's see you can't do fucking math 38 31 so we're gonna hit the over okay i'm gonna i think the scott frost redemption tour starts and ends because i think they're gonna lose a lot more games (laughs) in dublin i'm gonna go nebraska 20 Northwestern 13. I'm going to guess. I, I feel like Nebraska will miss an extra point, and I feel like Northwestern will get to 13 some weird ways. <laughs> yeah. Like two safeties and a touchdown. It'll just right, be, yeah, it'll be a disaster. Right. Through no offensive, uh, offensive production, purely defensive screw-ups. <laughs> 
a kick six and two safeties to get to that. Yeah. Or no, and three safeties to get to that 13. Yep. Agreed. That's what's going to happen. No, I'm actually going to change it. Two safeties, 20 to 11. There you go. That, that makes it better. Yes. Uh, not next up in terms of time, but next up in games, we're picking Vandy at Hawaii. Kickoff is at 1030 Eastern time at Clarence TC Ching Athletic Complex in Honolulu, Hawaii. Rip Alam or Rip Aloha Bowl. I almost said Alamo Bowl. That is <laughs> in Hawaii. Uh, Vandy is minus six and a half with an over under of 55. I'm going to go. I'm going to rock with the Rainbow Warriors on this one. Hawaii 24 to 21. It's going to be a nail biter. Oh, that's going to be a nice game if that's the case. Uh, I am going, uh, sorry, remind me of the head coach of Vandy's name. Clark Lee. Clark Lee. I am I am behind him. He's going to make Vandy a great school again, a great SEC school. Give me Vandy uh, 26-21. Also, I'd like to correct you on one thing. Yeah. Uh, you're, they're going to make Vandy a great SEC school again? I think you mean for oh, the yeah, first sorry. time. Yeah, that is my bad. That is my bad. I'm thinking, I'm thinking politics. No, just kidding. <laughs> And we've been shut down. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I probably said worse. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say worse when I was talking about alcohol earlier, so it's fine. Uh, yeah, okay, good. Next up, Wyoming at Illinois. I just love Brett Belima, so he's going to be in this game. Uh, kickoff is for Eastern time at Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. Illinois is a minus 10 with an over-under of 44. Kiernan, who you got? Uh, give me the fighting Illini, um, 31, 27. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go with Illinois. Also Illinois, as I said, big Belima fan with a score of 10 to three. Oh, Jesus, Kevin. Ah, I just got to love that ground. I mean, I hate to say that. I'm looking at that score now. I'm like, yeah, that actually makes sense. That's what we've been missing. A 10 to 3 slugfest in (laughs) Illinois. There you go. Next up, RG5 pick, the Rattlesnake Memorial pick, even though he's alive. Uh, Charlotte at Florida Atlantic. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Uh, at FAU Stadium in Boca Raton. FAU is a minus seven with an over-under of 57. I'm going to go purely on gut instinct here and the fact I think Willie Taggart's a terrible coach. Charlotte, 35, FAU, 14. I'm going to flip that and i'm gonna say fau they're at home i think they'll be able to pull it off uh 27 14 there that i think this might actually oh no we agreed on illinois i was gonna say i think this is the first time we didn't agree on any game but we both have illinois winning Hmm. shame so close 
I'll change my answer to Wyoming if you want. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I don't want to influence <laughs> kidding, your answer. We can just... Oh, which game, if it's none of these, what Week Zero game are you most looking forward to? If it's one of these, that's fine. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but now that we've had time to kind of get ready, do our yeah. research. What... So, I, again, bias is creeping in here because I love Aviva Stadium, and I am super excited to see like the fans and the crowd in Aviva. I don't know how big it's going to be. I think the seating capacities. If I'm oh I'm forgetting this, but it's around seventy four. I'm probably wrong when I say that, but um, I know I was talking to people recently, and they're they're I was like, you know, you've got a college game, uh, you know, college football game coming up, and they're like, oh, which universities are playing? And they were they thought I was talking about rugby, um, but <laughs> I told them about it, and they're actually like genuinely interested in it. And then I was you know through the grapevine people have been telling me about it so i was like oh great people are actually excited so i'm i that's my personal favorite because i'm totally biased but i think that's fair given the heritage yeah no i think i think it's gonna be a really cool game i'm excited for the i don't think it's gonna be a necessarily very good game but i'm excited no. for the shit show that is going to be vandy hawaii <laughs> oh yeah like i honestly think it's gonna be a really good game not good in the sense that both teams are going to play well. Just it's going to be a back and forth game because both teams, I don't want to say incompetence. Yeah, they're not good. Right. I'll call Vanderbilt football incompetent, but I feel bad calling the Rainbow Warriors incompetent. Right, because Vanderbilt's in the SEC. The Hawaii is in fucking, I don't even know. Oh, I saw a beef with Vandy after they started the season 4-0 and a couple years back. Like 20... <laughs> This is 2017 because I was with yeah. my girlfriend and I just got a reminder about uh, our five-year anniversary that didn't happen. Uh, Yikes. <laughs> but, uh, so it was 2017 because Vandy started 3-0 and or 4-0 and was talking shit after they beat like FCS Southwest. Yeah. And and they're like, oh, we're going to show Alabama how to play some real SEC ball. Ugh. Alabama beat them 59 to nothing. I, I don't understand. I, I have a brief, uh, I don't know, anecdote here or whatever. Uh, I don't understand why teams uh, just, or their fans specifically, just start chanting like, oh, we want Bama after like three or four good wins at the beginning of the season. First of all, nobody ever plays anybody good at the beginning of the season. I mean, with the odd exception. But generally, the first three games are warm-ups for the bigger teams. Like, a bunch of years ago when I was at Penn State, I remember the I remember the student section just started We Want Bama, and I, I sent a, a video of this to you, and I just want to – I mentioned, I said, Kevin, I want nothing to do with this. I, I am showing it purely for comedic content because I don't even want to go near Tuscaloosa. I don't even want to hear their name in the same sentence as Penn State because I know it's going to be a shit show and we're just going to go back to reality, and I don't want that. There are sometimes I think those signs are funny. Like when a D2 school is playing well, and their like, students oh, have signs. We want that's, that's awesome. Yeah. But I like, love you that. You can't have like Penn State or Michigan do that because inevitably they're just going to get their shit rocked if they even make it to the CFP or whatever bowl game 
uh, prior. So like, it's, I think it's a stupid thing to do. Say like, I don't know, we want LSU on a bad year. Like say that, cause that's plausible. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Yeah, I mean, I those signs and they don't annoy me anymore because i know how it will turn out but right. they used to like i used to be like you're an idiot what why well, i mean they still are idiots it's just the d2 schools make fun i think they're making fun of the <laughs> d1 yeah schools. they're they're having fun they're enjoying yeah. themselves so it's it's fine they get a pass but now yeah. those like good schools that hold those signs, like all right you have fun getting your shit rocked like yeah okay and the odd time that Clemson or Georgia or an LSU wins, you always see Alabama as the team they beat, and it's in the CFP or it's in the big bowl game or the national championship or whatever. So it's stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of wanting Bama, Alabama's week two opponent this year has named their starting quarterback. The Texas Longhorns have named... Quinn Ewers, their starting quarterback for the upcoming season, eventually. Annette, initially, the report was Steve Sarkeesian was ready to announce that redshirt sophomore Hudson Card was going to be the starting quarterback. And some boosters got wind of that and said, no, no, you're starting Quinn Ewers. I hope Texas goes 3-9 and nine this year because that would be hilarious. With Quinn Ewers at the helm, or yes. just cuz? Yeah. Oh, okay. With Quinn Ewers specifically, because I think it'd be funny that Boosters came in and said, you're starting Quinn, and then Steve Sarkeesian go, yeah, look where that got us. Listen to me. Yeah. You're but there I, to fund the team, nothing else. Shut up and cheer. I also think if Sark has to start Ewers, he needs to start in week one, Start Hudson Card week two against Alabama. Don't subject that. Don't subject Quinn Ewers to that if you want him to be your starter. And then go back to the mullet show. I mean, that would make sense. Is he going to do that? No, he's probably going to hope Quinn Ewers goes down to the Alabama game so we could roll with Card. But yeah, we shall. Doesn't see. really matter. We're both. We're all just waiting for Arch Manning to be a pedestrian college quarterback, which he will be. Yeah, it's it's always I feel like I always feel bad for the sons of great sports stars and daughters. Just like like you have look what you have to live up to. And it's always like are you going to get there? Like, you know, it's you know, it's a one in a what is it? One in 
20 million chance. Yeah. I also <laughs> feel bad for Arch Manning because he's getting compared to Eli and Peyton and Archie. He's Cooper's son. <laughs> That's right. Like, he's and look, the Cooper, worst brother. There are reports Cooper was the best athlete in the family. He was a great wide receiver. He had a neck issue, so he had to retire when he was in college. So I'm sure Cooper could teach him a thing or two, but everyone's like, oh, his like uncles are Peyton. And he, yeah, they weren't like throwing a ball with him in the backyard. They were busy playing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's going to be weird. We're not going to see him for a year, so. Give him more time to develop. There's... Yeah, that I think that's the plan. I think that's why they went after him after getting Quinn Ewers. I think a year or two with Quinn and then let Arch come in for a year or two. Kind of keep things afloat. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But there are more quarterback battles and controversies going on in the country. Jim Harbaugh. Saying the quarterback battle between Cade McNamara and JJ McCarthy could stretch into the season. And I have one question for you, Jim. Why? We saw a season of Cade. Do we need to see more? I mean, Karen, you you're a Big Ten fan. Am I wrong on Cade McNamara? I don't get why he's in contention to be the starter still. I have a feeling that much like Michigan University, they have a problem with consistency. And and I don't mean consistency in a good or a bad way. I just mean what they already know. And they already know McNamara, right? He's a senior. Uh, he was, eh, you know, last season, 15... TDs, six interceptions. I mean, that's almost like half, you know, half the times you threw a TD, you threw an interception. So it's not a great look or whatever. But I think Jim Harbaugh is so caught up with just consistency and doing the same thing over and over. And granted, it worked out for him last season because his defense was so good uh, that I think it kind of glazed over the issues with McNamara. And I think that that's part of the problem. I really don't think McNamara is that good. I think J.J. McCarthy, you know, fresh, young, hip, if you want to go that route. And I think he's just, he'll probably be more confident than McNamara as well. I mean, that's like half the battle is just being able, you know, being confident, stepping up to the big games and things like that. And I'm not saying McNamara can't do that. I just think he's just baseline, border, you know, very regimented and boring. Like there's no, there's no flair with them. And that's part of my thing. Like Michigan lost a lot to the draft. They lost uh, Aiden Hutchinson. They lost David Ojabu. They lost, they got a bunch of guys as undrafted free agents. Oh, they lost Daxon Hill, their safety. You need a guy this year who can win you games. J.J. McCarthy might lose you some games because he's going to rely on his talent, but he's going to win you more games than Cade McNamara. Cade McNamara probably won't lose you any games. Surely will not win you any games. 
Oh, and Hassan Haskins. So they lose their best running back from last year. Yeah, they're in a bad bad way. I I think, and I was on the Corner Booth's uh, college football preview show, I say, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to regret coming back if he rolls with Cade McNamara. He's going to wish he took the Minnesota Vikings job. Probably would have done better, too. Yeah, so, I don't know. Any any other thoughts on Cade McNamara after I just kind of... So, for McChicken, I will take the starting quarterback <laughs> job from Cade McNamara. No, that would be an impermissible benefit, and then I would be suspended by the NCAA. So, we won't do that. Uh, I still have four years of eligibility left, though. Just, just saying. <laughs> if anyone wants a, a 5'7", out-of-shape white guy, let me know. Uh, speaking of more controversy... Brew McCoy, wide receiver for the Tennessee, not Titans, Volunteers. I was still thinking about Hassan Haskins. Uh, wide receiver for the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, just transferred from the University of South Carolina, and it's having eligibility issues. South Carolina claims that they have complied with everything. They have no issues with them transferring. They have not signed and submitted the proper paperwork to the NCAA saying that they do not care if he plays immediately. And I have a I have an easy fix for in conference transfers, Kiernan. They have immediate eligibility. They cannot be around the team the week they play their former team. Uh, what do you mean by that specifically? Like around their own team that they just so transferred South, to? So South Carolina is playing Tennessee this year. Right. McCoy is transferring from South Carolina to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The minute that their game ends the following week, Brew McCoy cannot be around the team until after the game ends against South Carolina. I mean, that's fine. I don't really... Not sure that second part's totally necessary, but sure. Because then it's there's the concern. That's why this, there's a rule there's a concern that they will then basically tell them their entire playbook and their calls. So if you're, I don't think it should be a concern at all, but if you're going to be concerned about it, I think that's the fix. Mm, that's a good point. But and, yeah, but like at the same time, you're free to transfer and you're free to use the knowledge that you have. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if like that's if that's the fear from USC, but at the same time, I mean, like you can just you can just change your defense or whatever against him. Yeah. Also, it I don't see why. Like, it's a ridiculous suggestion I just made because it's a ridiculous rule. Right. What if he had transferred to? I don't even know who South Carolina is playing this year. What if he had transferred to another team on their schedule? What if he had transferred to Clemson? They're at a conference. He's eligible immediately. He can tell Clemson their playbook. It's a dumb rule. I think you should be immediately eligible to transfer. Mostly because the NCAA doesn't know how to make the right decision for this. Oh, your coach won't play you? Yeah, you can start immediately. Oh, you want to transfer closer to home because your mom has cancer? Nope, sorry, can't play. 
Also, that is a real thing the NCAA has said. I'm not just making things up to be. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. I was like shocked at that news. Yeah, the NCAA is a scumbag organization. Yeah, they are. They're unnecessary. That's why some Power Five commissioners have talked about starting their own conference away from the NCAA. I, I just hate the NCAA so much. Uh, and I will continue to consume their product, though, because I'm a sheep. Uh, some quick hitters. Big Ten media deal. Seven years, $7 billion. And there is a stipulation in there that if Notre Dame joins the conference, the Big Ten gets more money. Kieran, what were your thoughts on this when you saw it? Uh, my thoughts on this... Um when I first saw it was immediate self-centeredness and self-interest because I currently don't have cable and could not watch that. Doesn't matter. I'd have to go to a bar or someplace else to watch it. And that is concerning to me. Uh, So, I mean, great for uh, the Big Ten, but... I'm shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah, I think the SEC shot themselves in the foot by signing their deal first. You probably you were thinking they could probably make a ton more money if they had. Yeah, I think they could the make 10. more than the Big Ten if they had waited for this deal to drop. They could have made more, or the Big Ten wouldn't have gotten as much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, some FCS news. Mike Zimmer is joining at a, as an analyst at Jackson State. That is, of course, Mike Zimmer, former Minnesota Vikings head coach. Uh, also used to coach Deion Sanders, so that's why he's there. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's one of the cool things that Deion Sanders is able to do. Uh, he's obviously recruiting very well. He got the number two recruit in the nation, Travis Hunter. But he's also bringing in NFL talent into, to coach and be analyst. I think it's a really cool thing to see for HBCUs. Hopefully he can. Hopefully he stays there in this kind of helps elevate HBCUs back to where they should be because there were some great teams and coaches that nobody talks about that went to HBCUs and coached there. Yeah. I I will catch every game uh, of Jackson State if it's broadcast. And it, I love Deion Sanders. I love his hype. I love his energy. And the fact that, you know, you're bringing in uh, former Vikings, you said? No, Detroit? Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, okay. I was, for some reason, I was thinking to try it. I don't know why, but um, former Vikings guy, it's like, all right, you know, this this has some credibility. This has some oomph to it. And with all the recruits that he's gotten, number two that you just mentioned, I think that's like, you know, hey, recognize us. We're here. We're, we're a fucking great team, to be honest with you. So I want to see what they, I want to see how far they can go. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to see. Uh, that's it uh, for topics we have planned that I told you about, Kiernan. Oh, yay. Now it's time for 
Kiernan's Unplanned Adventures, where Kevin drops the ball, or actually I drop the ball because Kevin has prepared for this and he hasn't told me about it. I actually have not prepared for this much. Uh, we're just going to jump right into who's the idiot for this week. Oh, okay, so it's not too bad. No, it's just an opinion. T-Bob Hebert, Hebert, I don't care to pronounce his name, uh, who's <laughs> on the radio. He's an LSU fan. He's also a fucking idiot. Who said LSU is Greeks, it's Rome, it's art, and Alabama's communist Russia. Yeah, no shit, dude. Uh, I do not care. He said Alabama's dominance is boring. And everything was better in the BCS days where we had different teams winning every year. And he just hates how Alabama wins all the time. Uh, people are roasting him, kind of saying, no, you're wrong, you're dumb. Like, if this was your team, you wouldn't find it boring. Uh, my favorite from at Roll Joke. If I were the rest of college football, I'd just simply win more games. So, Karen, who's the idiot? Is it? Does T Bob have a point that Alabama's dominance is boring, or is he just upset that he's an LSU fan? Uh, definitely a bit of both, because, I mean, that's the story for literally any sport in existence. If you're the team, if you're the fans of the team that's on top it's never boring for you because winning is awesome from everybody else's standpoint it is so annoying to see time and time and time and time again the name alabama written across our ala written across our our screens it is boring kevin at the same time i for one appreciate the greatness that's there I may, I might not always show it, and I might say, "Oh God, these fucks again." But I, I do, I do like having some people ha- having it being changed up every year. I do, I excuse me, I'm burping a lot today. I do, I, I do prefer. I think the B, the BCS way of doing it. I just found it. Uh, kind of a bit more fun, kind of a bit more jumbled, you know, some people might get shafted, other people's might get a shoe in, you know, for some reason, the, the fickleness of it all made for more fun and entertaining football. Um, but I do understand the structure and the rigidity of, you know, a, a stable sort of playoff structure is uh, better in the long term. But yeah, I mean, I do agree with him for to a point watching Alabama continuously win is boring. I mean, it's not going to stop happening until 2030 when he when he goes off into the sunset. Oh, you think he's not going to sign another extension? I hope he oh, doesn't. you sweet summer child. <laughs> no, that man's coaching on the sidelines until he dies. He's in Here's... the coffin. <laughs> fucking play better. It is some some poor punter is going to shank a punt and give him a heart attack when he's 95 on the sidelines. Uh, here's why Alabama winning all the time isn't boring. There are two days there are two days in America when everyone celebrates. Fourth of July, regardless how you feel about America right now, you go to a barbecue, you drink, you go to the beach, go to the pool, watch some fireworks, a good time. And if Alabama loses. Agreed. That's why I have not been. That's why for almost a decade now, I have not been able to go on Twitter on a Wednesday in fucking May without seeing the kick six. It's something (laughs) people still get excited by because Alabama lost. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people, Kevin. 
yeah, it's it's fun for other people watching Alabama lose, partially because it happens so rarely. Yeah, I, that's a good point. That's a valid point. It's something, and also people like talking about how Nick Saban's lost a step, how this team's not as good as they were last year. We saw it all offseason, how people just love talking about and had fun talking about how Nick Saban's not recruiting well anymore. Turns out they were fucking wrong again. But also, I think pointing to the BCS and going, this is when college football was fun, is also a ridiculous statement because we got rid of the BCS because of Alabama. During the BCS era, Alabama won three championships in four years. 09, or five years, 09, 11, 12. Two years later, we had the college football playoffs. So people like, people just like complaining about the current way of doing things. Oh, well, it was there was more parody back in the BCS era. No, there wasn't. Oh, there's more parody before that. Oh, yeah, when news outlets would randomly pick their national champion. Yeah, okay, maybe there was more parody then because... People in the Midwest would vote for Ohio State every year. People in the South would vote for Alabama. People out West would vote for U- vote for USC. It's people just like complaining. And you said you recognize greatness. This is not about you. This is about T Bob. I have beef with T Bob for various things. He said it's just this just comes across to me as whining. Oh, oh, yeah. oh LSU's lost to Alabama. Nine out of the last ten times in Death Valley. Oh, this is so boring. Get your fucking money up. Get some better recruits. Don't hire a coach who kills kids and grinds on prospects and win a game. I'm sure if LSU was in the middle of their three-peat right now after 2019, T-Bob would not be complaining about how this is boring. He's whining because his flash-in-the-pan great season is over. And he can't handle it that daddy's home now. It's time for the Tigers to stop having their fun. I cannot believe you just referenced Alabama as daddy. Uh, I would like to be clear. I reference Nick Saban as daddy, something I do quite regularly. Still funny. But oh, am I well, wrong? Like, No, you're, you're absolutely right. I... I, I my comment about the BCS was maybe a little mis misfounded, but my oh well, that point, was also his original comment, so I'm not. Well, my point was was more to the fact that because even even though say uh, I shouldn't say Alabama, no, Saban won those tra- championships. Regardless of him winning or losing, I think it was more. I, I think the chaos of the BCS was a bit more fun. Uh, and and again, that's a, a personal thing. Uh, uh, that's what I preferred. But I mean, for the structure of college football, I think the playoff is the way to go. Um, or we could just do it like, if you want to ch- really change it up, do a point-based system like the Premier League. So three points for a win, one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss, and just have the number of wins determine determine it. That's no fair. more than nine overtimes, Penn State. Sick of your shit. 
Oh, nine overtimes is awesome. That's how you get Texas A&M versus LSU 75 to 72. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Bullshit. Penn State's nine <laughs> overtime game sucked because it was like 21 to like 18. No, they're dreadful, Kevin. For three quarters, we'll be actually winning. And then the fourth quarter, we let up 28 points and they're immediately back in the game and it's tied with three seconds left. And then we have to fight the Fucking Illini for nine overtimes only to lose. This is ridiculous. I hate it. I hate what, it was the, what was the final score of that game? Oh my god, it was like 38-21. Oh, excuse me. Um, uh, not 38-21. Uh, 31-28 or something like that. It was low. It wasn't even like they were like trading touchdowns. 20-18. to 18. Okay, so I was even off then. I gave them too much credit. If if you go to nine overtimes, you should not be winning by two while scoring less than 21. It should be in the 70s at that point. You're starting from the 25-yard line. Yeah, I would, I, I, Kevin, please, I do not want to relive that memory, despite me just doing it. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, but... We're here, Kiernan. We've made it through the offseason. The ups and downs of all it, all of it. We've dealt with Brian Kelly trying to have sex with students. We've had, or pr- prospective students, sorry. We've had some Jimbo Saban beef. We've had coaches leaving in the middle of the night to get away from Oklahoma. I'm ready for some football. <laughs> So excited. There is so much drama this offseason. It's great. But I, I'm about to ask you something, Karen. I don't think we've done it yet in our preseason previews. Haven't done what? Who who do you have in the national championship? <sighs> I don't know. I would say probably Alabama. Because, I mean, that's that's the obvious one. I really don't think... It, it's really... Sorry. It, it's less of who's in the national championship. It's who's playing Bama in the championship. And I am going to go with uh, Ohio State. Okay. Uh, that's also mine, actually. Yeah. Do you have a guess about who those two teams will beat to get there? Uh, yeah, Bama will beat... Bama will beat Clemson to get there. And oh, this is gonna be this is this is this is gonna be a little bit of a hot take. Ohio State will beat USC to get there. I'm trying USC. to remember who I I assume you mean Southern California, not South Carolina. No, yes, obviously I mean so Southern California. Come on. Okay, I just wanted to check. Uh I'm trying to remember who I said last night. Uh, on the corner booth. I, I also had Alabama, Ohio State, like I said. Um, I think I got weird. I think I said Ohio State would beat Utah and Alabama Utah. would beat U.S. No, that couldn't can't be right because they're both in the Pac-12. What did I say? But Utah? Oh, what? no, I remember. Uh, I, I said Alabama would beat NC State. Ohio State would beat Utah. What? What is this fucking netherworld that you speak of? 
yeah, it, it was weird. It, I, I got weird. Uh, who do you have winning the national championship, though? Bama. All right, cool. It's it's, it's point. It's a pointless question, Kevin. Bama looks so good this year. In my opinion, they look so good this year. Uh, there's just no point to root against them. I mean, I'll be happy if they don't win, but like you know, it it's pointless. Fair. No, I I agree. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, I feel bad now because we're talking about the end of the season when we haven't even started this one yet, but. Be sure to drink a lot of beer responsibly. And by responsibly, I mean when you go to the hospital to get your stomach pumped, have your friend drive you. Or just don't overdrink. This episode is brought to you by Yeats. Head over to yeatsofficial.com. Promo code tailgate for 10% off your order. They are some great sunglasses. I wear them every day. Also, are you good at picking college football games? Are you better than the average person? Are you smarter than the average bear? If you said yes to any of those, head over to our Twitter, pin tweet, sign up at Run Your Pool, sign up. Kid is dying. Sign up for our CFB Pick'em Pool. Uh, there's no Week Zero game, so you got time to sign up. Uh, it starts Week One. Spreads are there. You pick winners. Uh, you pick against the spread. It's a good time. I'm already signed up. I'm gonna bully Kieran into signing up in a second. And so, yeah, go do that and have a good, safe, but alcohol-fueled weekend. One, two, three. So they wanted a stable presence, a guy without a lot of scandal, so they hired someone who killed Steve. Yeah, yeah. LSU way. Just going to put that out there just so uh, we don't get sued. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I'm not sure whether I should be offended or taken as a compliment, but, but you know, go on. Put them both in a jousting tournament. It, none of it matters. Texas A&M's going to go 8-4 this year and half those kids are going to transfer. Are you sure? Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.